Welcome to Zach and Steve Out Podcast. I am Zach. I am Steven. Stevie. Stevie boy. <laughs> Welcome to an, another fantastic podcast episode. So we've had you some You really issues. missed the boat there. Fantastic Friday was perfect al- alliteration. We've had some issues today, Steve. Oh, goodness. It's been a day. <laughs> the Tuesday episode's already done. Yeah. It's in the can. Yeah. Not, not, not like that. <laughs> like... You know how they used to say films in the can? Yeah. Because they used to go into a, a, a can. can. Yes. That's what I meant. Yeah. But not literally, figuratively speaking. We have the Tuesday podcast in the can, but it may as well be in what other people would refer to as a can. Yeah. Wasn't great. No, not. Wasn't I think we say every episode, this isn't our best work, <laughs> which might say something about where we're heading. Yeah. But anyway. Yes, Zachy. You have you have an issue going on. I, I, I wouldn't say it was an issue. I would say it's uh, you just have a, a life season that you're struggling life through. Season <laughs> that you're struggling through here. Yeah, and it's it's, it's causing same old same old. It's not the same old same old. It's something new. Something you want to do to better yourself. Yeah, I want to take better care of myself. Yeah. So we went to Burger King. <laughs> well, we did for lunch. We needed a pick me up, so we figured I was not doing well. We figured Burger King would help, but it has not helped. Listen, we talked about this rodeo burger. That, that's and on, all we, we had was these amazing memories of rodeo burgers. We talked about it on Tuesday, which hasn't happened yes. yet. In the future, we're <laughs> going to talk about rodeo burgers. And yes. listen, they're garbage. Yeah, they're not all any right. good. They're real garbage. But tell us what's going on with you, Steve. Well, Zach, I'm currently, like I said, I'm, I'm starting. You, you, you sound kind of down right now. I think it's more of like I just ate. <laughs> And now I'm coming. Like before, before we ate, I was really antsy. You were, you were hungry. On Tuesday, after the podcast, <laughs> you'll get a little bit of a taste of what happened and why we had to stop recording. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm not like on any particular diet. I'm just trying to be more conscientious about the amount of food I'm eating and what I'm eating and yeah, not eating too much. I'm trying to like, you know, better portion control, which portions never been an issue. I don't like to eat a lot at once anyway, but the big thing is I've really cut back on sugar. You've, you've went without it. I've, uh, not without it. I can't say I've been completely without it. Cause like I, I and you'll hear some of this, like some things have naturally occurring sugar, like fruits, which I, I haven't stopped eating those. I've, I've had, I had uh, lemonade a couple days ago because I wasn't thinking about that. Oh yeah, there's sugar in this. Um, so I mean, I haven't been perfect, but I'm I, like, uh, you're gonna hear this rant. So I don't know why we're doing this right now, but you're gonna hear this rant. I've really cut back on the amount of sugar, and it's a sh- it must have been a shocking amount of sugar that I was taking in before because I am going through the worst withdrawal of my entire life. You're kind of grumpy. I'm really grouchy. Uh, I, I just, I, you know, everything's kind of, I'm, I'm more irritable than normal. I mean, I think in general, I might be a little bit irritable. I'll scale one to 10, maybe three. Right now? No, in general. In general. Yeah. I'd say that's my, that, that's fair. I'm not like a mean person or just like a generally grumpy person. But uh, yeah, right now. Up a couple levels. I'm feeling about six right now. <laughs> I mean, lunch did help. But yeah, it's it's just it stinks because I like I like sweets, I like candy, I like ice cream, I like all these good things, and I just I can't have any of it right now. You were crying for ice cream before lunch. I was. 
your face. You, I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. Buddy. You are. I, I, you, you, the I thing love that you. you're doing is the exact <laughs> definition of making fun of someone. I'm sorry. It's fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. All right. I don't have feelings. I lost them a long time ago. All right. Here's what happened last week. So before I started all this, and I finally it was like, okay, I gotta stop this. But we went to. Uh, we were going to Four Bush. Oh yes, ice cream. Yeah, which it's people, the best ice cream around. People, people love it. It's not my favorite, no. but. It's fine. It's my favorite. I think it's overrated. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. I know. I, I would say, but like my favorite ice cream is Dairy Queen. So <laughs> it's not. Never mind. It's your, not, your opinion has been yeah, uh, my, taken my away. My opinion is null and void. Sarah's always like, you like the most garbage ice cream there is out there. Yeah. I'm like, Dairy Queen's not garbage. It's perfect. Uh, anyway, I like vanilla soft serve. There you go. I'm simple. Yeah. All right. I mean, in a lot of ways, I'm simple, but I'm really <laughs> simple when it comes to ice cream. So anyway, we went. We were going to get a four bush, and I was cool with it. The line was insane. Very long for a Thursday night at six o'clock. It oh, was yeah. insanely long. People have been waiting all winter for their four bush. Oh gosh, like, and this is what—that's what annoys me. I'm like, it's just ice cream. No, it's not. It's yes, more it than is. That. No, it's not. No, it's not. And that's—you're part of the problem. <laughs> you're part of the problem, dude. Like, it's—it is just ice cream, and it's okay ice cream. You know who had the best ice cream? Four bushes. No, Dutch Isle had the best ice cream. Yeah, they had good ice cream. That, that was way better. Yeah, way better good. than Four Bush. But Dutch Isle hasn't been open in like three years. Uh, did, you know, I'd love to see it come back. Anyway, so we see it's a really long line. We're like, oh, right down the road's Dairy Queen. We'll just go there. And Sarah's like, that's fine. She, you know, because she wanted good ice cream yeah. in her mind. I was like, we are going to get good ice cream. That Dairy Queen was the worst Dairy Queen I've ever been to. <laughs> Like, no joke, as soon as I got my ice cream, it was already melting. It was like it wasn't even, like, the correct temperature. <laughs> and that's the last ice cream I'm going to have for a while. So. You wanted some really I bad. want good ice cream, man. I want Hermitage Dairy Queen. <laughs> and they're putting another Dairy Queen in Hermitage? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> just putting them everywhere. They just need more Dairy Queens? What is it? The do- next Dollar General? I was going to say, it's on the Dollar General plan. They both begin with a D. That's true. My, my grandpa calls the mushrooms the Dollar General. She's like, oh, another another one sprung up over here. Yeah, and that's not a joke. That's a very accurate <laughs> depiction and description of. And they all have the exact on. same thing in them. They do. It's ridiculous. Like I, I, I would love to know. Those I, I guarantee you, those are some sort of like uh, you know secret cells, <laughs> and they're just popping up everywhere. <laughs> we go watch the Dollar Generals. <laughs> Keep yeah. giving them all your money. It's gonna come back on us, kids. Uh, I like uh, I like sugar deprived Steve. It's like paranoid Steve. Uh, yeah, I am. I, I, am. I would I would say that's an accurate depiction of what I'm going through right now. Is a little bit of paranoia. Are you seeing things anywhere? Uh, I see somebody that's you know uh, you know being a little condescending. Uh. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm seeing. <laughs> Just kidding. No. But we were talking about, so we were on our way back yeah. from lunch, and we were talking about like um, things that were not fixed properly as kids. Yes. And saying, like, so everybody's parent 
or somebody in their life that is like a handyman of some level yes. or jack of all trades has a particular way of fixing things. Yes, my dad was a Jimmy rigger. That's what we call it. Being to Jimmy rig something, meaning take, like he'll the, he'll just, it works. Yeah, you'll take something that is broken and find like a coat hanger, like MacGyver. Yeah, he MacGyver's it and it works, <laughs> yes. right? What, the, could you give me a classic example of your father fixing gosh. something? So <clears throat> after he passed, we went through and. I'm almost like, go out to the garage, and you can take something. Because my, my, I almost knocked over my uh, Coca-Cola. We, we, uh, my brothers were in from Arizona uh-huh. and Pittsburgh, so they wanted something to remember Dad by. So my, my brother from Pittsburgh, Blake, he was like, you know what I don't have? Blocky. Yeah, block it. You know what I don't have? I don't have a miter saw. So he goes over to my dad's miter saw, and this thing... This thing was old, mm-hmm. and it was what you would call Jimmy rigged. Yes. So you had to know like how to turn it on because the button didn't. You know, you had to like push it and hold something, of and course. then put something else of in order course. for the thing to turn on. And there was a part of it that was duct taped, and so you had to like hold this up in order for something to work. So this thing is like a monstrosity up against the wall. And he was like, "I don't have a miter saw." I'm like, "Good luck with that." You, know, yeah. you, you need Pop Pop's manual in order to operate the miter saw. Because, and that manual was in his mind. <laughs> yes. So in order to actually turn this thing on, you have to like you know jump up and down and, and do a twist. And yeah. Do something, then it'll turn on. But that was the thing; it, it would work then. But he had so many different steps and 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 you know band aids on this thing to make it actually work. Yes. So. Good luck with that. So yes. when my, after my grandfather passed away, it was a very similar situation where we went through all of his stuff. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, so I went through his shed to, you know, get tools and stuff because he, he said when I pass, you know, take what you need. Yeah. He's, but he expected me. He's like, sh- sh- and share. Um, uh, which, anyway, so I'm going through a lot of this stuff. I mean, a lot of it was just a grab-and-go kind of thing that day because my, my grandmother didn't tell us that she was she had sold the house. Oh, okay. And then she came to us and was like, we have a week to oh, get wow. everything out. We had a week to get 65 years' worth wow. of stuff out of that house. And so it was quite an ordeal. Quite the ordeal. So – um, and my grandfather's shed is was one of the uh, scariest places <laughs> to go. I mean, he kept the tractor in there along with three hundred. It looked like three hundred years worth of stuff. My grandfather was notorious for buying things, yeah. losing them, and then buying the same thing over <laughs> again. And I found all of his doubles and triples <laughs> yeah. of things. But the classic. I mean, so there's lots of things that he wired. Like, I mean, yeah. so when he would rewire things, even things that would be outside, it was just with like a, a wire nut. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like this is not safe for yeah. outside. But the ultimate, the ultimate, ultimate, my like my grandpa like fixing something so it would work was his tractor. Now he had this old craftsman tractor, and this was not after he passed away. This is while he was still around. He had this tractor, um, and his his yard to push mow it would probably take twenty minutes. But he had a tractor, <laughs> all right. Um, now he did have a hard time getting around because of like knee issues and ankle yeah. issues and all kinds of things. So he did need the tractor for days that maybe I couldn't cut the grass. Did it have the thing that 
on the back that you would like roll the ground with the the roller? No, he didn't have a roller on it. He did have a roller. I had, I gave that to my dad. Um, but his his was one of those ones that actually picked up the yard clippings and yeah, everything. Yeah. Nice. Oh anyway, when he first got it, it was amazing. But this thing was probably at 15 years old. Okay. By the time you know I started using it weekly. Okay, so here here it goes. So my grandfather, it, the the starter stopped working on it or the ignition whatever you want to call it so the key starter no longer worked so he rigged up a bypass there you go you know how he did it zach (laughs) how stevie with a breaker oh he took took, like a 30 amp breaker (laughs) and just used that as a toggle switch oh so you flip it on and then turn the key and then it would start up (laughs) zach that thing sparked like crazy and my grandfather's shed there's probably 50 years worth of oil buildup and stuff when my mom found out that that thing sparked as much as it did she lost her mind she was so upset with and she loved yeah. loved her dad like yeah. i mean he was the best but that was one of those things where it's like he was putting me in harm's way because he's like oh it's fine it's safe I'm not even kidding. It looked like it looked like fireworks going off every week when I would start this thing. It would go. I'd turn it and go, boom, and like sparks everywhere. It would, you know, it would uh, kick back a little bit. Um, the uh, <laughs> it's safe. It's safe. He's like, it's, it's it's normal, Stevie. It's fine. I wouldn't let anything happen to you. I'm like, Grandpa, I know you wouldn't let anything happen to me, but that doesn't mean something won't happen to me. <laughs> Now, here I am, 38 years old, and I just wish I had my grandpa still at this point, and that would, that would be better than the uh, memory of this tractor. But Yeah, but if I do recall, you almost blew yourself up in your shed playing with gasoline It and wasn't fire. in my shed. It was outside my shed. I took care of those bees. <laughs> not, not everything has to be bee talk, Zachy. It's true. We <laughs> should have a bee in our logo. We should. There was actually a bee in the restroom downstairs. There was, was a all, bee was, in the bathroom downstairs? He was on the floor. He just Dead? Got, no, he was alive. A, like a honeybee? It was a honeybee. Aw. See, I like honeybees, man. They're, my, they're our friends. Honeybees are our friends. And I'm going to ask you people right now, right now, if you see a honeybee in your house, help get it outside. He doesn't mean you any harm. If it's a yellow jacket, punch it in the face. <laughs> Because he might have a little bit of white powder on him from when I tried to kill them last year with that insecticide. Uh, and it might be that one. It's the same one. So check uh, and wreck. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. That wasn't English. No, no, Zach, I think it's just time to get into our topic. When we come back. Sounds good. We got a good topic for you. We'll see you in a minute. Okay. back again for the second half of our podcast i uh again. yeah again again because what i did was was this because like we need to i think we're at the point in this podcast where we need a producer we need somebody that's at doing this this aspect of it like the the behind the scenes stuff i'm terrible at it you're good at it i'm not no i i'm i'm passable at best all right I forgot to hit record on my microphone. I only had it recording Zach's microphone. So I was already in a rant. <laughs> and I, The worst thing I to do is, is to get stopped mid-rant. I, now I got a rant again. No, I'm just kidding. No, what we were talking about a little bit in the break 
as we were, you know, because we were kicking around a few ideas for the, what this podcast was going to be. Um, and the one thing that's really uh, that that bothers me is celebrity. Yeah. Uh, in in a lot <laughs> of ways. I mean, uh, this. Uh, so we as humans are built to celebrate, ultimately to worship. Right. Yeah. God created us to be worshipers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and He instilled that instinct within us along with free will. So obviously True. he wants us to worship something. Worship him. Oh, yes, yes. It's the the worship that we have within us that that feeling of needing to elevate something is within us to worship ultimately yes, worship absolutely. him. It's it's all directed to to him and that's like it's the highest, you know, it's obviously the, the praise that he deserves because he is above all things. We do that. But as humans, because we have that instinct within us to worship and to elevate, we're going to do that with anything anything that yeah. we want to celebrate. And there's an issue within that. Sure. Because um, I, I think especially when it comes to celebrity culture, yeah. uh, I think most particularly in our country, I think we're probably the worst when it comes think? to celebrate, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure it's worldwide, and maybe you know, I could be stating just because of just personal experience with this in our country. But I mean, we we tend to elevate and celebrate those who are uh, that we hold in high regard, whether that's in you know, in whatever form of ev- en- entertainment. Which is the crazy thing, like it's people that entertain us yes. that we celebrate the most. I mean, there's people out there that do really amazing things, philanthropists, uh, people that uh, you know go out like on missions for years, all that. Like yeah, teachers, those teachers, people, like, you know, people in the medical field, yeah. all, all over the place. People that do things yeah, that make officers, our lives. Firemen, nurses, doctors. Yeah, the list. Yeah, you could yeah. literally list a million things before you get to actor, <laughs> yeah. or actress, or musician, quarterback, or quarterback. Kenny Pickett. We love you, buddy. We do, <laughs> but we shouldn't. You yeah. throw a ball for a living. Yeah, but we're not knocking you. We love you. <laughs> but my whole point is like, we have this whole this whole feeling within us that like, yeah, we need to celebrate. But it's crazy, even on a Sunday morning. If I were to mention on a Sunday morning the Steelers, yeah. for example, I mean, obviously in Western Pennsylvania, that's that's going to be a huge hit. You talk about sure. the Steelers, everybody's going to light up. It's like, yeah. woo, I love the Steelers. Yeah. Then you're like, Jesus died for you. Silence. Yeah. And it's it's crazy how we mismanage our worship yeah. in our lives. We mismanage our celebration of people. And then on the flip side, I was talking about like even in celebrity culture – how we will elevate Christian celebrities yeah. or people that claim to be Christians or talk like they're Christians. And it's like they're more important. Because I'll give the example that I just ran into. And this is not a mock on anybody. I'm not going to use any names. But I was talking about one of my favorite artists, which is Billy Joel. I've talked about that before on the podcast. Yeah, I went so out to your man cave. You had a couple Billy Joel albums on the wall. Yeah, like I, so I have my, my high school trumpet hanging on the wall. <laughs> okay. And below that, I have Billy Joel's 52nd Street, where he's holding a brass trumpet. Looks uh, just like my trumpet. Nice. And I have a couple of his other albums right next to it. I love I love Billy Joel's music. I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that? I didn't notice the trumpet thing going together there. Okay. Sorry That's okay. That. I did it intentionally. I, I noticed your kid's trumpet. My kid. Oh, that, that thing. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm a big... 
I'm a really big fan. I got to go see him in the fall with another guy from our church. Yeah. Um, who's another grateful believer in Jesus Christ, which is awesome. Uh, but anyway, I'm talking about this, and then somebody that I know and love and care about says, oh, you listen to him? Isn't he an atheist? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not listening to him for his opinions on spirituality yeah. and faith. Right. Like, I'm listening to him because of his musicality. Right. Like, that's what I enjoy. But it, 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 it begs the question, like, oh, so we only tune into things that will um, – what am I trying to say here, Zach? By someone who follows – Exactly. If the you're same a follower follow. of Christ, then the only people that you can entertain yourself with or have a, maybe even a relationship with or talk to yeah. or – or consume things that they do, or other people who b- believe in Jesus. It would be like if you're voting, you would vote. You know, the first criteria would be this person has to f- follow God. I mean, yeah. that's a little bit different. Or, or a- if you're listening to music, you can only listen to a Christian music or an artist that's a Christian. An artist that's a Christian, and like, listen, now I, I I think it is wise that we are mindful about what we consume. Oh, for sure, and how we consume it. Um. And I think everything should be done in wisdom. Absolutely. Am I being influenced by – if I'm being influenced by something and it's yeah. changing my opinion yeah. on what I believe, then it is detrimental and dangerous. Yeah. But at the same time, if it's, if it's not – I mean I shouldn't let it consume my life, but in moderation. I mean God gives us these things to – like, okay, for example, if it wasn't for – and I, I guess probably sick of me talking about this, but if it wasn't for the Dave Matthews band, I would have never picked up a guitar. Yeah. I wouldn't be leading worship. Yeah. Is, are they my all and everything? Absolutely not. But I'm inspired. Yeah. By their musicality. So I, I. Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a conversation of how do we navigate our world. Yes. Do we become? I mean, become all right on the far left side. You've got the Amish. We we live in we live in New Wilmington, Pennsylvania, the home of the Amish, yeah. right? Like you can't drive down the road with either you hit a pothole that's made by their the, the horses. horses' hoofs and and the cartwheels, yeah, or you run over a, the horse apple on, yes. your, on your way to church. Like yes. that happens every Sunday. You know what the best smell in your garage is? is yes. when you run over a patty on the road. <laughs> yes, and you bring it into your house. Yeah, it's because the worst. you didn't realize it. Yeah, it's horrible, horrible. So you got that on the far left, and that is they have separated themselves from the culture. Yeah. in order to, they say, like live a lifestyle that's modest and. Exactly. And, and honors God. But in reality, know, in reality, we know Amish people. In reality, I worked at FYE and I had Amish kids come in there all the time buying yeah. CDs and stuff. Yeah. They couldn't own the rec- the players, the record players. <laughs> they couldn't own the CD player, but they could own the CD. Yes. I'll never forget what this kid asked for. What? He asked for Georgia Satellite. What is that? It's a band. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's Georgia Satellites. Or Mott the Hoople, another <laughs> band. I'm like, these are really random 70s bands here, man. <laughs> That's what the Amish like, That's what I the guess. Amish kids like, man. They like yeah. that 70s rock. Or or you're on the far other side where you're consumed in the culture yeah. and you don't put God in his place in your life. Yeah. It's, I'm talking about Christian, like the spectrum here. Amish, or you let the culture define you and, and you and you sprinkle God into make yourself feel better exactly basically 
So where do you navigate? How do we navigate as followers of Christ this, the world that we have? Do we separate ourselves? Do we get immersed in it? Or obviously, no, you don't do either of those yeah. because we are called to love others and, 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 and be, you know, the light, the, yeah. show the way, right? Show how God has, Jesus has worked in our life and go out and minister to exactly. people. We're called to do that. Yeah. But how do you navigate the culture and not get caught up, like you said, in worshiping idols that yeah. aren't, you know, the, the person who's the, yeah. the, you know, the God who saved us. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I, I think we have to find a way to navigate this world with wisdom, the wisdom that God gives us. Because we, we are called to reach people that are not going to believe the same way that we believe. And right. like, you know, even with working with teens, like I have to educate myself on the culture that's around them. And I'm not like patting myself on the back by saying that. But if I, like, last week, Zach and I did a game that will never air, <laughs> but like, you know, but studying up on like, how do they talk? What do things mean when they yeah. say them? Like, yeah. I have to know that yeah, kind the, of the game was how well do you know the Gen Z yeah. slang? Yeah. But the other thing I like to do is brush myself up on the music that they're listening to. So I can, so I can enter into conversations with them. Yeah. Because, I mean, music is always a big deal, especially when you're in high school. Music speaks to you. They say that the music that you listen to in high school is more than likely going to be the music that you listen to and prefer the rest of your life. Okay. Like, that's it, it, there's, like, you know, psychologically, it takes you back to a place of, of comfort and ease. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'll go back to that more often than not. It's not broad strokes across the board always. But for the most part, if there's something that you loved when you were in high school, you're probably going to love it for the rest of your life or at least like go back to it mm-hmm. often. Okay. Um, and so in teens formative years, you want to like, for me, I feel like it's part of my responsibility to know what they're listening to, what they're consuming. And also use conventional wisdom when it comes to talking to them about what they're consuming. So a lot of the music today is, is not that it was perfect back like in no. in no stretch of the imagination was our music perfect, but I mean music's become far more explicit, far more vulgar, yeah. um, e- even like sexually speaking. Yeah. Um, and just talking about lifestyle and like the, people's desires, all that kind of stuff. It's become so much more explicit and maybe even what we call transparent yeah. uh, to the hearts of of humans and it's, it can be very dangerous and jet detrimental so we have to know what they're taking in so i'm not saying i enjoy any of their music really for the most part i don't yeah but at least having a, a common i or a, a general idea of what they're consuming so i could talk about how it can ultimately affect them yeah but that's the question we need to be asking ourselves constantly how is what i'm consuming affecting me as an individual yeah. So if I'm taking in, say I'm watching a reality television show, you know, like, I mean, people just consume these stupid reality. T- I hate reality oh, television. Yeah. Um, and like some of them are just ridiculous. Like, yeah, the, the only reality TV started when we were like in high school. The Survivor. Survivor was the first. Was it, the, like, and, and I what, think what, it was the like real the world. Early... The real world and Survivor. Oh, yeah. Like, real first... world was actually early 90s. That was that was the precursor to a lot of things. Yeah. And so like those were the two things. I didn't really, I didn't have MTV and I didn't have cable. So the I first, did, but I didn't care. Yeah. The first real thing was Survivor. And that's a game. You know, it's real. It was. It's, it, it, and you could tell right off the bat that it wasn't real anyway. It was just goofy. Yeah. Um, and, but now it's it's like everything it's all relational based 
It's yeah. like find your your you know spouse or whatever. I mean, you, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. You got all of these different shows like that. You turn yeah. on Real, uh, Real Housewives, like the fifty thousand different versions of that show. Like, yeah. I mean, there's literally a um, a reality TV show for every aspect of life, and we consume these things because we're interested in relationship building. Once again, God has created us to be relationship builders and bonders yeah. and everything, and so we draw ourselves to this. But then we start to like love and look at their lifestyle yeah. as something that we want to emulate, right? Um, and duplicate in our own lives, and ultimately it comes down to the thing of I'm falling short of this. And I'll never achieve this. And you wonder why we have so much depression and anxiety in our world. It's because we're constantly comparing ourselves to life lives that aren't even real. Yeah. I mean, it's 1% of 1% of people that yeah. have these extravagant lives, have everything. Are, we are worshiping a something that doesn't fill us. Mm-hmm. We're worshiping something that takes stuff out of us. Exactly. It, it, it makes us resentful. It makes us you know, look at ourselves and not see us as we, as God made us, but see us as, as an unreal picture of who we are. Yeah. And as long as you can, now in saying that, if you're watching this kind of stuff, I mean, it's all like a lot of the reality stuff. It's just, it's gossip. And it's like, but even the stuff that's not reality based, like, I mean, sexual, like, uh, sexual promiscuity, all that kind of, like language, all of that has elevated and elevated and elevated. Violence is elevated to the point where we what we're consuming is really diminishing um, our ability to say like, oh, I guess that's not too far. Um, and it's yeah. it's constantly deadening what we like what we believe and what what we view as being okay and acceptable. It's it, here's something interesting. So I was watching Seinfeld. Okay. Okay. Which I watch all the time. But it was rated it's rated P- TV PG. Okay. Now, back in the 90s, that would have easily been TV 14. But today, today's standards, episodes of Friends, episodes of Seinfeld, even epi- some episodes of The Office are rated TV PG. Like just parental guidance suggested. Okay. I mean, like almost general audience. Not completely general audience, but just think about how our culture has shifted. We have to be wise about what we are consuming. I mean, when you watch a lot of these shows on streaming, like sexuality is right out there as soon as it opens up. I mean, there's nudity, like everything. Yep. And what they're doing is they're hooking people in with the thing that they crave and desire and what will make them come back because they're going to want more of it. It's like, you know, giving me a packet of sugar right now. I'm going to like, I want more. I'm going to want more. I'm going to want more. But it's, it's a dangerous thing that we are constantly um, allowing ourselves to like consume and think less of, and it's becoming less of a problem. And then when you think about it from a biblical perspective, um, it's deadening our desire for what is actually good and wholesome and true and what God wants for us. Yeah. Because we're saying, well, this really isn't that big of a deal. And yeah. you look at society around us, and we really have done that. We've started to rationalize things that are really not that good for us as being, well, it's not that bad because this is worse. But I think forever there's going to be something that's going to be worse, and we're going to say, well, this is okay then. You know, I don't know. I feel like we're all over the place on this topic. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think you started at one place and ended in, in the exact opposite I, place. I ranted. 
Okay, well, go ahead. you started by saying, hey, I went to a Billy Joel concert, and don't yell at me because Billy Joel doesn't <laughs> believe in God. And you got to the point, it, it, when you start stop talking, you said, you know what? We can we can be a little bit swayed into thinking that some things are okay just because the culture says that they are. Okay. So you've, you've went kind of the whole 180 here. So I guess the question would be, because I think that's what we can do. We start we start talking to ourselves. And we start rationalizing that things are. Oh, you're be saying okay. that I rationalized. I'm saying no. So you're calling me out publicly? Yes. No, that's not saying that at all. What I'm saying is we know, we know that the things that we listen to aren't created. Some some things aren't created to honor God. Mm-hmm. For instance, a Billy Joel album. Mm-hmm. Or a Led Zeppelin album, right? Yes, something like that. Now they could be <gasps> Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it could be very beautiful music. It could be yeah. well, well done. You know, lyrically, instrumentally, it could be the best. Some of the best things yeah. ever created. You listen to it and you go, "Wow, that's great." wasn't create Wasn't created as an act of worship to God. No, not at all. So, can I consume that? And not be drawn away from following God. Okay. That I think that's where the heart of it is. Because your your example that you gave was someone came up to you and said, Hey, you can't listen to Billy Joel because he's an atheist. And you're well, like it's more along the lines of, Don't you know that he's an atheist? Yeah, kind of trying to like make you feel yeah, bad like about me, Yeah, make me feel a little bit guilty for liking somebody that okay, they don't believe the same way that I believe. There's plenty of people that don't believe the same way that I believe. <laughs> okay, but I also, you could also come a Christian artist, an artist who creates music that honors God. You find out in their personal life, oh, you know, they're really not following God either. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, but we do, see that all, the, all time. the time. So do we lift that person up and not... But that's the know, problem. The, like, the artist? Like, but like we elevate Christian artists above... Other, yeah, we've, we've got multiple topics going on here. <laughs> I apologize. No, we, I, I should have had all, a better. I should have had a better thesis. No, it's all the same thing because we are, we are trying to navigate our world as followers of Christ with this mission statement we've been given to go out and reach the world and tell them about about Jesus to live our our lives in a way that we are the light. We draw people to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Mission statement. That's what we're to do. Um, but we're trying to navigate a world that isn't create isn't like following God Mm -hmm. and doesn't necessarily want to because they're happy living their lives for the most part in, in a general sense. Yeah. Doing the things that they're doing to go out into a world like that, presenting the gospel, living in a way that is going to bring people into a a knowledge and a restorative, restorative relationship with Christ. So how do we navigate as Christians, all this stuff going on? Do we, like I said, are we Amish or are we, you know, all in, you know, like, yeah. like that's, that's the question. And I think that's the heart of it. So I feel like maybe that, that conversation you had was how certain Christians would look at this topic. Mm. You can't, you can't do that. You can't listen to something that's, that's not godly at, at its core, because if you do that, you're going to be led away. Right. Maybe. You don't you don't agree? No, I mean, yeah, I do agree with what you're saying, absolutely. I I don't know where it was coming from from the individual that said it. No, That's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I okay, I got what you're I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is uh, they might not have meant it that way, but there are Christians out there who do mean it that way. Yes. Who who will say you can't do this, you can't listen to that, you can't watch this. 
and there are 100% like there's stuff you should not be consuming. Yeah, that I mean that's one of the things I wanted to say. Like I mean if okay, even music if it is clearly antagonistic or mocking Oh yeah, of God or anything like that. And like you're into some metal music because a lot, like a lot of that kind of stuff could be mocking. But there, I mean, there's even pop music that could be absolutely mocking of God and who He is. Like then, no, don't definitely do not consume it. Don't even let that kind of stuff enter into your mind. Yes, and your heart stuff that that makes you less like God mm-hmm. because it could be things that make you want more money. It can make you things that make you want a different relationship or a different style of relationship. Look, look at if you're a guy, you look at women a certain way because the music says I should objectify them. Yeah, yeah, sure. And if and if that is causing you to do that, or if it's causing you to say use language you don't want to use, or if whatever that could be. Same thing with television shows for that matter. Yes, yes. Um, I guess it is. How then do we know what's okay and what's not okay? Yeah, I know, and this and this is where it gets weird and kind of gray and kind of murky because you could you can very easily say, "All right, just cut the line. I'm only going to consume Christian things." Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's one way of going about it. Nobody's gonna like harp like harp on you for that, but you're gonna have a hard time connecting with non Christians. Or people like the people that we're called to connect with, because like I mean, the things that most commonly bond us are pop culture things. Like you could talk to somebody about a television show, or you could talk about somebody about you know music Sporting or event. sports or whatever. Maybe sports are probably the safest thing, but not everybody likes sports. Um, but how how is it getting a hold of you? How is it gripping you? And is it ultimately controlling how you what decisions you make? How you think? what you long for, what you desire, all those things. This is where we all really have to ask the question, like, is this changing my perspective on, on my life as a believer? Yeah. And if it is, then you do need to remove it from your yeah. life. If it isn't, there's some questions still need to be asked. Is it things that blatantly go against what God wants for us? Like, I mean, for example, I mean, a lot of shows – like the nudity and that kind of things that they show in these that shows. should be a no-go. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, it's giving us – it's like consuming pornography. Yeah. It's not called pornography, but, I mean, it's not that far away from it. Yeah. And it becomes alluring, especially for men. Maybe for women, too. I don't know. I'm not – obviously, I'm, I, I don't know like how a woman's brain works, but I, I do know how a man's brain works. And we become like – we desire that yeah. and then it ends up being like what we long for even in our own relationship um where it's like you know we expect things to be that way and it's not this is man-made um yeah. to draw us in and to get us hooked and addicted to a product um yeah. and, and so I, that should be the first no-go violence is another thing like we some people treat violence like oh it's no big deal but it's really deadening our you know our our view of it like like it's not a big deal and it is a big deal like should we be consuming things that are just like graphic and bloody no that's not good for us yeah we should be wise about that um same thing with language like the thing that i struggle with more than anything or have struggled with you know throughout even my adult life is saying the wrong things saying things that are not god honoring yeah like is it doing that to you then you probably shouldn't be consuming it yeah now, if you could look at like look at things through that lens, and say, well, you know, for example, Zach and I have talked about Stranger Things, 
the the TV show. Yeah, no, not just like in general. We've talked about Stranger <laughs> Things than this, yes, but the TV show Stranger Things. You know, th- are there some elements in there that are probably not the greatest? Yes, All, overall, it's not. You know, but we could be splitting hairs, and you might yeah. not agree with us. Yeah. And so, I mean, that might come down to a matter of personal preference. Um, but then there's going to be other things like, I mean, I remember having students talk about Game of Thrones. I don't, I don't even venture into that territory because I know like what's being consumed there is really bad, yeah, like really awful. Um, so I think there has to be some level of wisdom about what we're taking in because, I mean, what our eyes consume goes to our hearts. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like, man, this topic is no in. Yeah, and it's. We can't give a clear-cut answer, but there are some things that are objectively bad for us. Yeah. And then the rest we have to use wisdom. Yeah, it could – and sometimes it might, it might not even be that graphic of material that can lead you away from God. Um, I think about how, how many people out there watch the Hallmark Channel. Hallmark Channel. That's a good example. Hallmark Channel is wholesome, right? For the most part, yeah. But it also paints a picture of what a idyllic, you know, relationship should look like. And so, say you're someone out there who loves watching the Hallmark Channel, and you're like, "My marriage isn't like that." You get resentment because you've consumed something thinking it should look like this. Oh, that's a good point. It's like the opposite of the pornography argument. You know, yeah. you look at this this, you know, whatever you're watching there and you think, I wish my marriage was like that. And this other person's watching the Hallmark channel thinking my marriage should be like that opposite ends of the spectrum, but neither of them are pointing you towards God and, and pointing anything that's actually within the realm of realism. Yes. And so it's just, it's guarding our hearts, but it gets back to this point. And I think there's all kinds of stuff swirling around here, but it's the central topic and we've touched on it the whole time. It's what are we worshiping? Yes. That's it. That you, really you, st- is you started it. with that, and that's you know all this stuff swirls around it, but it comes back to where is your heart in all yeah. of this? Where is your heart just in general, right? Um, am I honoring uh, God with my life? Which yes. Is the, the, am I ultimately sacrificing myself for the glory of God? And that's the question we need to be asking ourselves every because single day. ultimately, you said God puts this in us that we worship something. Right. And he gives us free will with the, with the goal of using our free will and this capacity of worship to worship God because he is the creator of it all. He loves us and he's deserving of the worship that we have. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Ultimately, what we worship is ourself. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, we are we are wanting ourselves to be in the place of God, not only in our lives, but kind of in, in, as we see, as we're see everyone around us, we want to be at a point where we are the ones who are being clapped for. We're the ones who have our own show. We're the celebrity, right? And so when we see other people, what we're really wanting is to be like that. Yeah, that's a good point. And so when we see this idyllic relationship, this idyllic life, whatever we're thinking, we want that for us. And really what we're worshiping is our, is our self, right? And so I think it starts with self-evaluation. Where mm-hmm. is my heart with God? And when, we, when you have that relationship with God, you allow how you experiencing 
the, the world to flow from it. Because when you are in God's word, when you are regularly choosing him over other things, right? You then allow that relationship to tell you how to navigate this world around you. Yes. And so if you find yourself in these situations where you're like, I'm kind of out of control here, or just my thought process of what I want, I can tell it's not God honoring. Yep. Just if, if you just take that thing out of your life, you're going to pop up something else over here that's going to be equally bad for you. Okay. You know, you, you remove the pornography, but uh-oh, now you're doing something else, whatever that could be. Maybe you're gambling. Maybe you're uh, watching something else that's taking you away from God, right? You're replacing that thing with something else. That's good. But the reality is you should be replacing that thing with God. Yeah. Right? And and you might say, well, that makes life no fun. I can, I'm not going to be able to do anything. No. You have this relationship with God, and you allow that to guide you mm-hmm. on what, what, what living for him looks like. And like you said, you might be able to listen to a Billy Joel album and not be drawn away from God because you can a- appreciate the music for what it is yes. and still have this relationship in your heart with God that, that you know, okay. Yeah, Billy I'm Joel's, not looking at that kind of music for his take on life. <laughs> Billy Joel is an atheist, but I really like this groove that he's got going on here. Yeah. And I can play my guitar to it. And oh, I can also play my guitar to honor God, but I'm not you know, I'm not losing track of who God is in my life by listening to my Billy Joel album. Yeah. Right. And if you can get to that point with your walk with God, then I feel that's not like I'm a 50 year old man. <laughs> Just let me listen to my Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. But as long as you can get to that point with your relationship with God, where you are close enough to him that you're not letting things take your heart away from him, yes. then that's, I think nah, that's a healthy yeah, balance. That's a very that's a very good point to end on. Really, Zach is that 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 should be our lives as believers, is not allowing ourselves to be drawn away or be drawn to things that contradict or go against the Word of God and what He wants for us. Um, and the beautiful thing about God is when we are drawn away, because we're going to be, mm-hmm. because we're like bugs. And when the shiny the, the, light. the light comes over here, we're going to be drawn towards that until we realize, oh, we need to get back to the the, yeah. the other the, 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 the true light. Yep. There's forgiveness. Yes. Right. And if you feel like, man, I've made some mistakes. Yep, we all have. Yeah. Right. But when you come back to to the light, yep, he takes you back in and says, you're right. Yeah. And if you're I, feeling convicted about something, like maybe it's, it's probably the Holy Spirit telling you, like, let this go, and seek repentance and and get back to centered. Right. Um. But like, yeah, and and don't do things just because you're like, well, God will forgive me. Well, that, yeah, that's the yeah. wrong heart too. Uh, obviously, yeah. Yeah, and just yeah, just for a little bit of clarification, because I, I have heard that argument. Well, God's gonna forgive you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, then your no, heart's no, no, not no, right no. with God. Like, because... if, if you're already consciously making that decision, you're like, well, He'll forgive me. Then you already know it's wrong. Right. And your heart's not close to God at that point because you're choosing what you want over what you know is right. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) be wise, be wise and be mindful about what you consume because what you consume can consume you. Um, so like keep, keep your mind focused on what God wants for you. If you realize that this is like detrimental to my well being as a believer and just as to a human, remove it. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there is going to be some gray. Yeah. So make wise decisions. Pray about things that you're unsure about and let the Holy Spirit convict you. And he will. Yeah. Believe me, he will. Yeah. So for Zach and Steve, have a podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.